everyone we're finally on our very official first episode and today we're gonna be talking all about food and mental health as you guys can probably tell from the title i'm not sure about you guys but for me earlier in my life like before i tended to like associate food with more of like physical health not really about mental health but recently actually like since the last lockdown in 2020 in march (laughs) the legendary lockdown um i started to get more into like the effects of food on our mental health and i got to learn more about it and i was just like so surprised how food can affect our mood and our mental health and it's just very interesting to me so today i'm here to share about it with you guys hope you enjoy so food and mental health um the information i got from last lockdown was pretty much like from all over the place. Like I took online courses, well, not courses, because I only took one course. And I also read a book, which not read, I'm still reading it because I haven't finished it yet. (laughs) I feel so bad. I've been reading this one book for almost, well, not almost, it's been more than a year, but it's okay. We can still, we're, we're still learning, so. Yeah. So yeah, I took a course, online course, nutrition online course, and then I'm reading a book. I've been reading a book about nutrition and how food affects our mental health. And also I started to follow people on like social media who do stuff like um, nutrition related and like diet and all that stuff. For example, like Linda's son, Emily's World and Amanda Ducks like I follow like so many more people but here are some examples of the people who I can think of right now and they are amazing they 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 basically like promote um positive diet and like like just cut off the toxic diet culture like counting calories and all that stuff and so yeah we'll we'll talk more about it but yeah I just wanted to like introduce the sources of the information I've been getting first. So yeah, let's get into it. Um, just a little FYI before we actually start. Um, even though I wouldn't be able to like cover everything that I have learned so far up until this point in my life, but if there are any questions, we do have an Instagram account. I was actually waiting for the first episode to be up um, before I mention this Instagram account. It is called all the things dot that matter. It's it's basically all the things that matter, but I, I just decided to put a dot between things and that because I don't know, like I feel like the whole thing is too long. Like it looks like it, it looks too long. So I put a dot in between. So all the things dot that matter. So yeah, if there are any questions, um, you guys can message me on that. Although right now there's like zero followers, 
zero followings. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just started it. So yeah, just want to put it out there. Um, but I will try my best to cover as many interesting points that I have learned as possible. The first thing that I'm going to be talking about. Oh, another thing. I'm so sorry. I just keep adding stuff. Um, what I'm going to be talking about today is mostly based on my personal experience. And obviously, our body is different. It responds to different foods, different lifestyles, different um, diets, behaviors. So, yeah, just I just want to put it out there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, first thing... Um, I want to talk about how I switched up my diet. Not really switched up my diet. It's kind of like I try to like experimenting around my foods, I guess. Um, and this switching up thingy <laughs> is um, inspired by the Brain Fog Fix. It is a book by Mike. Do Dao PhD. He is a PhD, but I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Like I'm so sorry. But if I, I'm pretty sure if you look up the name of the book, The Brain Fog Fix, it will probably come up. Um, he like presents um the three weeks program thing about like how to make you feel better, whether it's like through food or through like the way you think and all that stuff but the the change up changing up thing that I have tried so far like I have really really tried was only the food switching up and so that's what I'm gonna be talking about today um and yeah so first thing is about sugar I think we probably all know that I like I don't want to say that sugar is bad because sometimes you know we 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 want it we we need it sometimes to like treat ourselves you know but like because I like I don't want to label food um and like ruin sugar if you know what I mean but I would say I guess like I would say sugar is not the best thing for us and in the book, how he suggested to switch up would be was um, maybe like switch up sugar to cinnamon. For example, he shows the example of like maybe sprinkle some cinnamon on your coffee instead of adding some sugar. And for me, I just love coffee so much. And before I got into like this nutrition thing, I didn't really think of like sugar in my coffee. And so when I read this, I was like, yeah, that's actually true. Like who knows how much sugar is put in the coffee. Um, like I, I am aware that some, in some countries, like they don't put sugar in the coffee at all. As from my experience that I lived in the UK, um for my study um but i'm now back in thailand for good but for my experience living there what they would ask when you go to a coffee shop would be like do you want sugar in it do you want syrup um something like that but in thailand it has it is actually like the opposite they would ask you like 
Do you want it less sweet? Do you want it with no syrup? Do you want it with less sugar? Like, it just shows that, like, the base of coffee in Thailand has sugar in it. And so that's why I found this, like, I really resonate with this idea of switching up um, sugar to cinnamon. I guess it also depends on, like, cultural difference. So, yeah. And cinnamon, according to this book, again, um, cinnamon is actually an anti-inflammatory and antioxidant. So it is not only a substitute for sugar, but it also gives you some benefit to your health. And the next thing that I did, I have been doing, um, is to add more veggies and more fruits to my diet because we need, okay, like the standard that we have always been hearing throughout our lives. Although in Thailand, we don't really talk about it. I learned this in the UK when I was studying there that about like five portions of fruit and veg a day. Like, I'm pretty sure like that's like a standard but in Thailand, we just don't really talk about it. But yeah, so the standard is to get five portions of fruit and veg a day. But actually, in this book, he talks about how that's actually not enough. And we actually need seven portions a day of fruit and veg. And so if you think of it, like, if if you sit sit down right now and like try to think what you have been eating today do you get enough fruit and veg? I'm not sure. Maybe other people are getting enough. But for me, before I got into nutrition, I surely did not get enough fruit or veg. Like, seriously, I ate so little plants. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I need to step up my plant game. Like, I need more fruit and veg. And there was actually, like, a research talking about the seven portions of fruit and veg. But let me, let me look in my notes. I have it somewhere. Where is it? Okay, so I found it. Quote, unquote, from this book. But he mentions a study from 2013. Um, the study found that people who eat seven servings of fruits and vegetables per day were happier, less nervous, and less frequently depressed. So that shows that what you eat and what you put in your body doesn't only affect your physical health. It also affects how you feel and your mental health and your health as a whole. For example... Berries are especially good for, for protecting cognition in later years, preventing senior moments, and delaying dementia. And there are so many other foods that have such huge impact on our mental health. Hence why I believe that like every little thing matters. It really does matter. Like, okay, now that we're looking on the aspect of like foods and what we give to ourselves like every little thing we feed ourselves affects our mental health and it has such a powerful impact but i mean don't pressure yourself into like oh i need to get like seven portions of fruit and fresh a day 
Otherwise, I would be like, oh my gosh, that's the end of, of the world. Like, that's okay if there are some days because like, you know, days like that happen and we can't, we like, we can't always like eat seven portions of fruit and veg every day. But I, what I guess like the message I want to put out there is that like, just try to have as many portions of fruit and veg as possible because those things are only good for you. Um, makes you feel better and yeah basically make those things make you feel better and it's also they're also good for your physical health and so what's wrong with that and another thing that i want to point out from the book is 80 20 rule which is you eat 80 so-called healthy food and 20 you leave that for like what you want to eat like whatever you want to eat because that is like how you find the balance in your diet because like you can't eat salads like i just gave an example as a salad because you know i guess that's the most obvious healthy in quotation because i don't like labeling food um but yeah you can't eat salad for the rest of your life like that's just boring you need some balance you like you sometimes you need ice cream sometimes you need pizza um and again i'm not labeling food i'm just i'm just choosing the most obvious examples hope you guys get it um but yeah 80 20 rule you need to find the balance and i feel like I'm so new to podcasts and I'm so sorry if I'm like all over the place. But I'm just like I have so much to talk about, but I don't want the the episode to be like too long. Like at my notes like it's so long. I thought I could fit everything. But guess not. <laughs> um okay, another thing that I want to touch on is about mindset on food. Like for example, like, cut off the toxic diet culture. Like, I am so tired of toxic diet culture. However, I didn't realize it was a thing before I got into it. I got, in, like, before I really got into, like, nutrition last year that I mentioned. Like, I never knew that existed. And I was actually, like, on that side of the culture. Like, I would be scared to eat like sometimes like if it's like really late at night and I was hungry but I would be so scared to eat I would like restrict myself like okay I cannot eat but then I ended up eating it anyways and I just it just ended up being even later in the day not in the day in the night and then I ended up like going to sleep just like right after I ate or something like that. Um, it's just like, it was just like even worse. So like cut off, cut off the toxic diet culture. Like you eat whenever you're hungry because that is the sign from your body that your body needs food. Your body needs food. Food is fuel. Your body needs food. I cannot stress on that enough because it's so important. 
your body needs like nutrients and your body needs energy to like getting everything function like normally like it's supposed to so yeah your body needs food however i know it's hard to know when when am i actually hungry like i still struggle with that until these days like it's really hard because i feel like one of the reasons is that like i okay maybe it's just me problem i tend to eat like very fast and i tend to not be that mindful when i eat and so i don't really like listen to my body whether it is really hungry do i really need food right now or i just eat because like it's time to eat and yeah and also like about counting calories like that is also toxic in my opinion um however when i start to like get more into nutrition last year i also counted calories when i eat i i even had an app on my phone to track my calories okay this is from my personal experience but looking back i'm happy that i started off by counting calories although i don't think it's a great thing to do but i learned from it I don't want to sound wrong. Like this is a really hard topic and I know it can be sensitive and I don't want to judge anyone. So like it's really hard to get it out there. I just want to point out that like it's okay to start from there and to like give you a bit of an idea about different types of food and the energy it gives you. Right now, I sometimes still subconsciously <laughs> counting calories. But yeah, I'm still working on it. I just want to point it put it out there that like if you want to start from counting calorie in your like diet journey, that's okay too. But just be mindful that like it's not the ideal way for the diet journey, I guess. And another point that I want to talk about is about food and like satisfaction, like you eat to satisfy to satisfy your body and yourself i'm not sure if this saying is like a worldwide thing but in thailand there's this phrase about eating two phrases actually it's we live to eat or we eat to live and in my mind like throughout my whole life i had always thought that of course like we eat to live because if we don't eat then like how else are we going to function you know but then and i always thought like oh who would live to eat like that's just no that's just not it but then throughout this journey i got to learn that like it's okay to like live to eat like some people live to eat and that is actually like It actually sounds more enjoyable. Like you live to eat, like you live to try. You're like you're still here living to try like more food, like try new foods from different cultures, from different parts of the world. Like that's like experiencing life. Like what's wrong with that, you know? Like so that leads to this eat food for satisfaction rather than like worrying about the calories because sometimes eating food is not just like just like eating it to get the calories to get the energy that your body needs 
because sometimes eating can be pleasurable. Sometimes we eat to enjoy it. We eat because we want to try new things. We don't have to always like, oh, it's not meal time yet. I can't be eating right now. But if your heart wants it, like if you want to eat it, eat it because then that would be like a fulfilling way for your mind and for your feeling, and you would feel satisfied. And satisfaction, like, is another thing about diet. Like, eat for the satisfaction. It doesn't always have to be healthy. Put in quotation because again, don't like labeling food. You can eat anything you want. And for example, if you eat, even though you eat some like the most unhealthy thing ever that you in your head, that's like the most unhealthy thing ever. But you are satisfied. That's when you eat it when you crave it. So if you eat that when you crave it. You would be satisfied, like, okay, like I'm now satisfied. I'm okay. You're not gonna like go eat like various, even like more stuff, and you like overeat. If you know what I mean, I'm trying to like. I feel like I'm so bad at explaining stuff, but it's like, yeah, like you're satisfied. Therefore, you don't seek out more food, which could be even worse. For your body and your health and your mental health, because then you would feel bad after that if you like over overeat. It's it's kind of like if you find the food that hits your spot, then you would tend to be like satisfied. The last topic that I want to talk about today is about cooking up your own food. Although I am aware that it is impossible to be cooking up every single meal every day, because Me myself, like I also cannot do that. In our life, we all have work to do. We have places to go. Um, so, yeah, it's impossible. But it would be best to try to cook your own food as often as possible. And this is one of the things I learned from the online nutrition course from Stanford University, because. When you cook your own food, you tend to know more what you put in it, and I think on the course, if I remember correctly, um, they were talking about how you would feel more satisfied and you would be more mindful of what you put in your food, and then you tend you tend to like choose like so called healthy, like you tend to choose good stuff. To cook with because you are cooking for yourself, and so you would tend to want good stuff in your body, and that would lead to a better and healthier lifestyle. Also, that course talks about processed food. The more processed it is, the worse it will be. So try to like seek out whole foods. As much as you can, although whole foods can be quite on an expensive side, but if you are able to afford it, or if you are able to find any like alternative, cheaper whole foods, then I would encourage you to do that because 
that is a whole lot better for your health. In terms of like cooking up your own food, try to like look up on Pinterest or on YouTube or on Instagram to find some inspiration. Try out new recipes. I heard this from Deliciously Ella podcast. She was talking about how the problem with healthy diet is about the taste. And so if we can make healthy food taste better, then that would be no problem or that would be less problems. Go out there, explore the internet, um, go watch YouTube to find some inspirations to try out some new recipes and find out what you like and what taste suits your taste buds. And just like look at it as a fun thing and like make it fun. Make it like your kitchen rituals or something. Go get Whole Foods, go grocery shopping, make it fun, make it like the best time of your day. Um, and then come home, cook up your own food, try out some new recipes. And yeah, that can be the start of your new lifestyle. Again, I am no expert and I just speak from my personal experience and what I have learned throughout my 21 years being alive. I just, I just don't want to come off as judgmental because I have no intention of being that way at all and I am not saying that one lifestyle is better than the other because our body is different and it responds to different foods, responds to different lifestyles. So what I want to say is just that like we just have to keep figuring out what works for our own health both physically and mentally. If you are still listening up until this point, thank you so much because I honestly still cannot believe that I actually have my own podcast. Um, Like, it's really unreal. And yeah, I'm still processing everything. And so, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I hope everyone enjoyed it. And I... Hopefully, I will see you guys very soon on the next episode. Have a great day. Bye.